Hey, welcome to Bad Playstyle, a book club style podcast where we all get together, have played the same game, and discuss. What do we do on this podcast, my best friend Owen, that the young people might be offended by? We say bad words. Keenan, my other best friend, what do we do on this podcast that the old people might be offended by? Yo, we're going to ruin all the stories. We're going to spoil everything. Such as, par exemple, did you know that the boss, big boss, and biggest boss from the Metal Gear Solid franchise are actually the bears from Goldilocks? On the other couch. What's your name? What show is this? What show is this? Oh yeah, this is <laughs> this is bad playstyle. We are a where video game I? book club What's podcast. I'm running the show today. I, I was that was thrust upon me. Yeah, we. Figured, My name's Keenan. Sorry. We figured that it would be best if it was uh, to use a word that's been bandied about lately, ambushed upon you. Yeah, let's do it. All right, no. I'm Keenan. What's up? I'm Owen. I'm Matt. I'm, I'm going to be the high energy, enthusiastic voice today. Apparently, Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah no, I st- I stole all your stuff and gave you all mine, Owen. Yeah, there we go. All right, cool. <laughs> okay, so we played. Fuck, we played 2013's Tomb Raider, uh, but we're not going to talk about that because we got to talk about what we played. Well, hold up. There was a part of me that got really excited for a second that you couldn't remember your own fucking yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that was good, wasn't it? I got, I got, that's a map move. It's almost like right. I'm on five hours of sleep. Or I got something. I got pretty hyped for that for a second, and then you remembered. Now yeah. I'm very sad. Yeah. Um, bef- uh, why did we do that? Uh, why did you feel the need for us to do that? So I remembered that I'd put this game on the list for like reasons, capital R reasons, because I wanted to talk about this game, but I didn't remember why until we started playing it. Mm. So. We'll we'll get to that in the yeah discussion. yeah we'll get to that in a minute. Should talk about what we've been playing this week. Yeah, what you got on? Uh, so longtime listeners may remember last episode. I lost all memory of what fucking games I've been playing. <laughs> Are we getting the recap? Well, because it's the same game these two weeks as the last two weeks, <laughs> and that game is Disco Elysium, right? Uh, which I I beat last night. Um, that game is. Fucking tremendous. We're going to be doing that for podcasts soon. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to go into too much depth about it. But it's like it's like a weird it, – it's presented in the framework of like a Baldur's Gate style isometric RPG. Surprise! But you are a single person. You are not a party of six brave souls. I'm... You fight almost nobody in this game. <laughs> um, the, there are weapons, but like there's no combat system. Like, like the only uh, – I – when weapons got used, it was in a dialogue menu, mm-hmm. and then just, like, different people on screen lost hit points Okay, based on, like, skill checks. It's like a story game. You're a detective. You wake up hungover and, like, strung out on, from drugs and alcohol, and you wake up in a stupor, and you were supposed to solve a murder, like, multiple days ago. <laughs> um, it's, like, set in this weird world... Um, ideological playground yeah it's like it's a it's a not earth it's it's got different continents and countries and animals and people but it's still a world that feels a lot like ours like you you're in this like very war-torn bombed out country that uh 
in one review I saw referred to as a city that knows that it is in the wake of history, mm. which is that's yeah, that's some good language. Yeah, and and basically, so this this the area it's like of the Liverpool or Birmingham, yeah, right? or or uh, what I what I uh, Portland, what I felt like, <laughs> what I found myself often comparing my parent comparing it to mentally myself is like. Um, uh, various like Central and South American countries that try and establish like socialist and communist governments. Paraguay, because because right. that's what's happened here in Revachol is that um, uh, like half a century ago um, there was a communist uprising and all of the other capitalist nations of the world bandied together into a coalition and ground this Stomp country into the, the ground. Shit. Yeah, um, it's very funny. It's got goofy, weird writing. Your character is absurd. So. Um... Have, have either of you guys ever played Planescape? No. No, but I've heard a lot of comparisons. So so I heard this from multiple people that I trust on the internet. Multiple very online people. Wow, you're trusting online people? Uh, go fuck yourself. It's <laughs> brave. Um, and yes, I am, I am the brave one <laughs> in this boy band. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I Owen, when we go to the Seven Eleven, I'm the one who buys the funky candy that we've never seen before. Yes, <laughs> no, I am the brave the one. Brave one. <laughs> That's okay, fair. so it's because I got enough fat to handle it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've had multiple people continuing my train of thought, Keenan, uh, who have uh, compared this to Planescape with all the dumb shit from D and D that sucks torn out. Yeah. Um, that I, sounds like a good I read idea. an interview yeah. with the developers where the interviewer was like, "Hey, so do you guys like the game playing Skip Torment?" And they're just like, "Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we like the game playing Skip <laughs> yeah. Torment." What do you it's, fucking it, think? It literally has the same setup. Mm-hmm. Like you wake up in a room and you're like, "I have amnesia and oh, I know yeah, I'm yeah. a bad person." Yeah, I guess I never right. said that part. Your character has no memory of yeah. who he is or or the world around you. Yeah, thus you get to create it. Yeah, well, I, you yeah. don't get to create the world. The world has apparently been in development for like a decade. Yeah, um, that there is a novel. Uh, in French about this world that Dang. is in the process of being translated. Neat. Uh, so that's probably on my reading list because I liked this. Um, also, this isn't like spoilers for the game, but this setting, the universe, Elysium, has a set apocalypse. There is an end of the world. And I don't, mean, know it's I don't mean like a nuclear war, fallout, we're going to go bathe in radioactive water. I mean like the world ends at a certain we point. We know when. There is a finite ending point in history. Um, and it's not very far from when this game takes place from what I understand. Um, so like this world really doesn't pull itself together in time, I don't think. Um, mm. that it, it is kind of a miserable, bleak place and it, it never ascends to a utopia. It never, it never pulls out of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. I played that for a week straight when I should have been playing Tomb Raider. And then I also played it like the week before Tomb Raider. I played it like a ton then too. Like that game has it has had me. That's good though. And then the other game I've been playing, I bought uh, Outer Worlds, the Obsidian game. Mm. And I booted that up this morning after um, having played Disco Elysium a lot. Disco Elysium does a lot of cool interesting and novel things with skill checks that borrow a lot from like pen and paper tabletop role-playing games and then playing i can i just interject here or or do you want to just keep going say your piece okay so uh you said it it borrows from pen and paper rpgs i was going to say it builds upon okay right that's it um 
there was a comparison. Happening. Comparison to Outer Worlds. Yeah, so I played Outer Worlds and I could not fucking get into it at all because Outer Worlds is exactly that template of Obsidian game, mm-hmm. and it felt very I don't know. The the whiplash of playing it immediately after fit playing finishing Disco Elysium made it unpalatable. You played this fresh new thing, yeah. and then you played this familiar old. thing. I'll probably give it another shot this evening or tomorrow or something after I've had a little more time to get away from get a it. Space. I, I think it's not fair to either game to to go in like that and like. With that comparison, this is a th- I, th- I think I've talked about this on podcast before, but it's a thing that happens frequently where when you're an avid consumer of RPGs, and like I read a lot more than I play because how could I? Um, but uh, you frequently run across developers or games doing thing, doing things, and operating in paradigms that you're like, that's the old bad way of doing it. Why are you doing it that way? We learned. We right. figured this out. We went past it. We go, we do this thing now. I, I guess, but like that mentality is like what I'm specifically trying to avoid by going into Outer Worlds so fresh because I think like like you're not wrong. There, there's interesting ways that Disco does dialogue and there's ways that um, Outer Worlds does di- like dialogue and skill checks and things like that that are more antiquated. But also like Outer Worlds is a vastly different game. Like, like a huge part of Outer Worlds is shooting dudes with guns and looting things and like all this and that. And so like, I, that, that's why I think it's, un, it's me being unfair to Outer Worlds to just play them back to back like this and, and, and have the, and force my own internal comparison yeah. of the two that like, I, I, I think there's to the compare and contrast to them, but they are games with different priorities and different objectives and Yeah. Uh, but those are the two games. Like those are like literally the only two games I've been playing other than Tomb Raider. So I guess I played more Deep Rock, but whatever. Yeah, and we don't really have anything cool to talk about with PUBG. So yeah, uh, I have really only played one other game right now uh, that like isn't my normal rotation that I've talked about a million times. Uh, I picked up Noita, N O I T A. Yeah, yeah. It's this. Uh, it's an early access like roguelike game and you're this little wizard man and you run into a dungeon and it's got this weird loop where like it's it's like wizard spelunky kind of in like the goal is to get to bottom of the level and then you go to like a shop in between levels. Sure. Um, and so like it's got that sort of core loop of like I think there's only four or five levels and then you, you hit a big boss and then you you're done. Mm-hmm. but it's all like super randomized there's a bunch of like all your weapons are wands so like uh you start with a wand that does like this little spark spell and then a bunch of wands have like slots and the wands will either have shuffle yes or no <laughs> and then uh depending on what spells you put in those slots it does like different things or it shuffles or it doesn't um so so there's a lot of weird wacky shit you can get up to because the other thing about this game is that it's this pixel graphics game, and their their whole gimmick is that every pixel is simulated. So, like, the, you'll walk through the dungeon, and there will just be, like, a big vat of oil, right? Like, lantern oil. And if you find a way to light it on fire, like, all of it is now on fire. And, like, it fucking burns down the vat and spills out and, like, lights dudes on fire with it. And, like, it does all this, like, really crazy physics stuff that's really cool. Yeah, um, I I I watched uh I watched someone play that online. Yeah. 
And uh, one of the things I found very novel about it is uh, some, someone got doused in water. Yeah. And then you're like dripping wet and yeah. this has like mechanical effects and right. things like that. Like Magicka. Yeah. Yeah. You can be doused in blood or oil yep. or water. And or, they do different things to yeah. you. Like oil, you slip around a lot. Like you don't just mm-hmm. stop where you stop. Uh, if you're covered in blood, your spell crits go up. Okay. Um, and then one of the like, there's perks at the end of every level. Like you go through a shop. Like nuclear throne style? Kind of, yeah. yeah. So you go through a shop and you can buy like four spells that are available if you have the money for them. Mm-hmm. And then in the shop is where you normally have the ability to slot different things into your wands. So like you can change stuff around and be like, oh, I want this wand to shoot bombs across the room. When you say wands, yes. do you does each character have multiple wands that they can use simultaneously? You are always the same character and you have four wand slots. Okay. You start with the one that shoots the sparky bolts and one that has three bombs that drop. They like literally drop and settle, and then they explode in the environment, right? Um, And then there's like tons of spells. Like every patch, they're adding new spells in to like fuck around with what's going on even more. Um, There's a lot of like goofy, like they definitely believe in like the good and the useless magic, right? Like, like that you run into stuff in D and D and stuff like that where it's like this is sort of not doing anything. Like there's definitely like spells that are very much like. This thing goes, like, three feet, and it does hella damage. <laughs> right? Okay. So, like, there's a lot of really interesting, like, trade-offs and bullshit. Like, I found a wand the other day that was literally three slots. It was not shuffled, and all of them are saw blades. So, whenever you have a wand that, like, has a really fast cast time, it basically functions like a machine gun. Sure. And so, I'm literally just, like, machine gunning saw blades everywhere into the level, and they do crazy damage. And the only thing that sucks about them is that they're kind of heavy, so their firing arc is kind of lame. And they bounce in really weird ways. <laughs> so, are, are you subject to a friendly fire from your wands? Sometimes, okay. like when they're elemental effects, absolutely. Okay, because when you when you describe this wand that like just vomits spinning saw blades, like the first thing that comes to my mind is like, oh, cool, I'm gonna. I never noticed a saw blade bouncing into me and hurting me, but I also wouldn't be surprised. If I it think happened. I think we should upgrade friendly fire to. Um, a harsher term if you're doing it too literally yourself because if it's like a buddy doing it to you on accident because like you walked into their firing arc or something it's like that's one thing but if you're literally ricocheting saw blades (laughs) into your own face it's like um yeah yeah like a baker's dozen is 13 and a moron's dozen is nine right it's like it's like that I don't know what our term for that is, but we'll work on it, right? Yeah, I just I morons just, fire. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Fra- like frustrating fire, friendly. Frustrating. There's a lot of stuff in the spells that is like really tempting, and like, oh yeah, a fire trail on my spark bolts. That sounds rad. It's not rad. It's not rad at all. Everything is on fire, including you now. <laughs> That's Which great. I guess if you're into that, it's rad. One and so like this is where the perks get really interesting. Are, th- are there bonuses to being on fires, or is it strictly negative? You take a lot of damage. That's it's, pretty much it. It's strictly negative. You can light other people on fire, and they'll like take a dot. Well, because right? I know there's the Warframe build where you can light yourself on fire, and then and, uh, you get you could do hell. No, but so this <laughs> is where I was going with the perks. <laughs> okay. Is some of the perks are elemental immunities. Okay. So like you can just be like, okay. I'm fire immune. Also, all my wands light everything on fire now, yeah. right? Like, yeah. so you can get a build that like does that. I, I live in a hellscape. It's fine. Right. I'm cool with it. Right. Um, and then like each level is like, what if we monetize the fire? <laughs> each level is elementally different. So, the first level is, well, I guess it's not elementally different, but the first level is like just standard cave, like rocky. There's some wood like mining structures in here with some carts and shit. So it's like one one spelunky. Right. 
And then yeah. the second level is like jungle, frozen cave. Shit. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Fuck. This is the second level's frozen cave, and there's like ice, and the water actually like actively freezes when you get ice in it. That's cool and stuff. I'm, I'm calling Phil Fish. This is illegal. Uh, <laughs> I I always like that when uh, uh and there's always ice monsters in the ice level. I, I always like uh uh uh. uh simulated environmental stuff like yeah. that like um, that was the thing with that game is like when you start looking up footage of it it's like oh shit this is wild like like uh the, the one i always think of is in like opposing force mm-hmm. the, the half-life game um there's one of the big energy weapons you can get mm-hmm. the i think it's the displacer it's the big green one yeah yeah, yeah. and if you fire it while you're underwater you just die instantly because yeah. it electrocutes <laughs> Cause it you because you're not supposed to use the displacer gun underwater <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's way more powerful than a yeah. toaster and you're not supposed to use those underwater either. So there's only, like, one sort of trap in the game right now. But you'll every once in a while find a wand that will be in a pool of liquid. And on both sides of the pool of liquid, there will be two little green boxes. And if you don't blow up these green boxes, you, you're basically triggering an Indiana Jones trap at this point when you take okay. the wand. So you'll pick up the wand, and then, like, those boxes will fire off some sort of spell effect. Sure. So, like, sometimes you jump in this vat of oil, and you're like, cool, I'm going to grab this wand, and then everything's on fire all of a sudden. Now, now, are the green boxes, like, always a trap? Or is it, like, proc gen where, like, you jump into a pool of water, and instead of it shooting lightning in and electrocuting you, it, like, I don't know, shoots a fish in It does something. weird shit. Like, okay. it's not always the same so, effect. So you can get ones, like, by proc gen that are, like, a dud. Right. Or, like... Or, like, this one spews a lot of ooze, and because it's already a pit of water, like, it just means water-ooze mix. Okay. Like, no big deal. But sometimes it's just like, yeah, that's a lot of fucking acid. Have fun. Right? Like... Sure, sure, sure. Remember in Kirby 64, if you mix fire and ice, you just shoot steam, and it doesn't damage the enemies at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's rough. It's, it's the only dud. All the other ones are good. Yeah. So, like, that game's kind of weird and cool, but it's also incredibly unfinished. So, like... I will boot it up week to week, and there are just random ass new things all over it in this. Yeah, way but you can get cool. away with that with a roguelike. Yeah, no, yeah. like it's neat in that way. Sometimes there's a charm to that. Yeah, mm. there's also like uh, worms. There's like like one like, of the like things with bazookas. Yeah, and ninja ropes. No, no, no. <laughs> but like, so you remember the the boss in Spelunky that's like a big centipede worm? There's uh, like a thing that you in, fight in which level? I don't remember. Okay, no. Okay, well. There's, oh, wait, the one that swallows you and you're in it? Maybe. There's a big segmented worm that runs around chewing through the level and, like, fucks your shit up. I don't remember. Maybe this. I'm disassociating that from a different game. But uh, there's big worms that... Uh... Is that the right word? <laughs> um, there's big worms that show up every once in a while. Or, like, if you stay in a level too long, they find you. Okay. And that kind of thing. So, like, there's sort of a thing to push like, you along. It's like the Spelunky ghost. Yeah, sort of. But, like, less direct. Mm-hmm. Less like, what's up? I'm going to kill you. Like, um, There's some sort of, like, awareness mechanic to the monsters. <laughs> like, it's not very clear because they don't have, like, Metal Gear Vision cones or anything. Sure. But, like, there's definitely, like, that fireman who throws fireballs noticed me now. And that's a problem. <laughs> like, Was it, like, uh... Like enemy pods in XCOM or something? No, like, it's definitely, like, which way are they facing? Are you visible? Like, okay. kind of stuff. Or, like, have you fired at them? Well, cool. They sounds, usually... sounds like Abe's Odyssey. Kind of, yeah. Like, it's a game I've been keeping my eye on. Yeah. Like, I haven't been so drawn in that I bought that I've bought it but I kind of figure at some point I'll yeah. probably pick it up well and like I think I think right now a lot of it's like proof of concept and mm-hmm. they'll probably provide more structure to it eventually but but that's like the game's in like version point two something 
sure. according to their numbering. So mm-hmm. it'll be a while. But it's weird and dumb and cool. I wanted to just like watch like a room full of gaslight on fire because it looked really cool in the gifs I saw. And I was like, yeah. I could get down with fucking around with dumb shit. Yeah, like the, the game definitely like snapshots well. Yeah. Like, send, like, like send little corrections and, and to badplaystyle at gmail.com. <laughs> like the the clip the the even like very short clips of that game yeah. like instantly communicate what is satisfying and fun about yeah. that game their twitter account is eye candy yeah like super bad well it reminds me of what was fun about like moles and lero back in the day right right yeah. right right like that there's this weird systemic environmental interaction is the it, fun part yeah it's almost like uh if there was like a like an actual single player for worms that wasn't just matches against bots yeah like worms never really had like like like, like instead of just having a team of worms that you've made like you play as bogey b and bogey <laughs> b needs to get from the top of the map to the bottom of the map yeah and has these tools yeah but there's crates in the in the map you yeah know? <laughs> talk to me team 17 i got ideas <laughs> Team 17 ideas, ideas 2. Making Worms 3D. No, no, no. They also had the idea of making the same Worms game for a fucking decade. Yeah. Because the 3D Worms, like, Look, man, bombed. It works for Bethesda. Come on. Worked. What did you play, Matt? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Dope. This is a, a video game that is, be, or a podcast that is becoming less about video games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just, I'll just do a simple explanation. I played the same things I always play, and I have nothing to say. Good Let's for move you, on. man. Take I had fun. You. It was very comfy. I rewatched several television shows I've watched multiple times it's before. True. I, I did notice you doing that. <laughs> All the way through. Look, man, it's November. Get comfy. Yeah. Like, I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. Are we talking Tomb Raider? All right, Tomb Raider. So I picked Tomb Raider because I remembered. I thought that I hadn't finished this game. Which is a testament to how boring the ending of this game is. But also, <laughs> uh, I was like, I want to finish that game. And also, I remember there were things I wanted to talk about with this game. Because this game really tries to do a lot. Narratively. It really wants to be a lot of things all at once. I feel like tries the wrong word. It attempts and fails at a lot. <laughs> okay. Um. So, like... The way this game starts is you're going to. I mean, we were there. We played. You made us right, but I'm like trying to okay. help the audience, right? Uh, so you're you're Laura Croft, and everyone's telling you you're Croft, and you don't really know what that means as a player unless you've played Tomb Raider. They like, and they like then hit a like you in there somehow. Really cr- Croft. Everywhere, no, everywhere in the, everyone in the game somehow gets away with almost calling you Lara and almost calling you Laura. Yeah, and I, I definitely felt like they were always calling me Laura. Yeah, and and, and like canonically, it's Lara. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so like when they pitched this game, they were like. We're going to recreate Tomb Raider. We're going to show you how it started. Oh, it's such a thing. Like, that was all the marketing material, right? It was like, oh, Birth of Tomb Raider. Like, we're doing it again. I'm like, old Tomb Raider is just a game where you jump around in a temple and shoot dinosaurs with two handguns and go find the treasure. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, not complicated. It's, it's the, the distillation of the idea that the katana is the best weapon in Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 edition. Right, right. Like, it is that attitude it's distilled into whatever was popular in AAA games in the 90s. Right. So, just like. I, I want to put it on the table. Like, what is all of our background with the Tomb Raider franchise? Matt, how much how much Tomb Raider have you played before this game? So I, I want to go a little bit deeper than that um, <laughs> because 
I, I've played very little Tomb Raider. I had very little interest in that. Um, because when I was a kid, we, we didn't really, there wasn't the internet. There wasn't NeoGAF. There wasn't like game facts, right? There was, yeah, you know, video game magazines. Hell yeah. Which I don't remember the names of any of them right now. Shout outs um, to EGM. Uh, and, I remember in the back, they had these huge lists of video games, and they would list them by genre. And I didn't really understand what most of those genres actually meant. Right. They were like, oh, do you like action games? Do you like arcade games? It's like, no, I don't like arcade games. I like console games. And it's like, that's not really... That's not how this works. It's like, do you like adventure games? And I was like... All games are an adventure. Well, yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> of course I like adventure. What are you kidding? It's like um, when, when Diablo 2 asked Ryan... Uh, our friend Ryan, if he wanted to make a hardcore character, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm hardcore." <laughs> yeah. His character died, and he was like, "Oh, this sucks. that's what that meant." That's what that meant. <laughs> hardcore as fuck. Yeah. I, like, I like the idea of like a menu option challenging your personality. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like oh, shit, as a, as a kid in middle school, if the right. video game asks you if you're hardcore, you're like, "Fuck right. you, yeah, right. I am." Right. If someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. What I, were you gonna say? I saw you? a thing on Twitter where. So, like you know how um like wolfenstein and doom do that thing where the higher the difficulty is like, it like the, insults you the, well no the more it's self-aggrandizing it is okay you know right. it's like oh like like the the lower difficulties are baby mode yeah. and, and the top levels are like fucking hardcore cool guy <laughs> here's what you do you do the opposite in your game whereas the higher the difficulty is it's like try hard yeah that dude who will not shut the fuck up about this game at the party yeah. like, like i bet you do crossfit bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> guy, guy who informs you he has a prince Albert within minutes of meeting you. <laughs> this guy has complicated opinions about the sequel. <laughs> so, back I wa- to- okay, so, so I wasn't finished. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, when I was growing up, there were very few people in my life who viewed video games as anything because we all have, well, Owen and I have parents who are older than most of the kids in mm-hmm. our generation. By a significant margin, Owen being the one who has the oldest, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I've only ever met one of my peers that has an older parent than me. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so there was very few people in my life growing up when I became interested in video games as a small child because who wouldn't? They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, who played any video games at all? Right. Um, and, Whereas I had a man child in the house. Right. Whereas you had a person who was trying to be your friend, not your father. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I walked in. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is, so providing the contrast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so w- there was there was my uncle who wasn't really my uncle. He was my second cousin's boyfriend. Uh, they got married, right? And as like looking back on it now, training wheels for having kids. They sent me and my sister down at separate times uh, to to live with them for like a weekend, right? Um, and hang out. And I was very interested in like the the fucking obscure ass video game consoles. He he had a 3DO. Yo, right? Um, Yo, did and, he have that like weird sports ball game? Uh, he had a lot of Army Men games for 3DO. Okay. Yeah, that was the yeah. thing for them. Yeah. Um, so and first so first party games. <laughs> I remember there was. The mo there was there was the games I was allowed to play, mm-hmm. and then there was the games I wasn't allowed to play. Okay, and Tomb Raider was in the second category. Fair, um, but 
one time when my so he's the boy in the relationship right because they were in a heterosexual relationship and she's a girl one time she had to like go on one of these weekends she wasn't around for part of it and i convinced him to let me play one of the adult games okay um and that was this ps1 game called reloaded yeah and i really wanted to play it because there was a cowboy who um the only meat on his body was on his head and his hands and his feet and he had like dual pistols and he rode around it was like a twin stick shooter. So he was like a skeleton? Yeah, he was like a skeleton okay. but but he had flesh on his face and his hands and sure. his feet, right? Um and uh that sounds cool. And it was a twin stick shooter with like different character classes. It was really fucking cool. Probably but, not but like good to not have I skipped over Tomb Raider because I was like, "Oh, that's like that game has a girl on the cover." It's, oh, okay. It's a, and he explained like, there's a lot of exploration in it. I was like, exploration? That sounds lame. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> um, and, and like she had, uh, I, I don't know, it was like Tomb Raider. I was like, really? And I had never seen an Indiana Jones movie. Right. There's and like so no touchstone there was, for there it. There was no touchstone for it. So I was just like, the fuck is this no i'm gonna go with the cowboy skeleton thank you <laughs> right because it was like it was a once in a lifetime to right, me right opportunity to play an m-rated game right and the choice was cowboy skeleton go for that thing that looks awesome or a girl and i'm 12 so right. it's definitely, cowboy, it's definitely skeleton. cowboy skeleton um yeah anyway that's my history with tomb raider all right how many tomb raider games you played keenan Several, several, because I was a PlayStation kid. So sure. like, it oh was yeah, 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 that's like one, one of the only options at, yeah. at the time. Well, and the and they're like one of the big flagship out. names. Of, yeah, of that yeah, like set of consoles. PS2 had a million bad Tomb Raider games, and then like, okay, I wanted someone who had actually played these games yeah. to say that some of the old ones suck because that's my understanding. Yeah, no, so like, one and two are all right, mm-hmm. and then they start trying to apply a story where there never was any, and it never works. I remember reading a walkthrough in an old video game magazine for a uh, a Tomb Raider game, even though I would never, I never planned on playing one, and I'd never played but one up to that point. But work. that's how video game there's magazines. A, there's like a weird um, specific emotion of like reading a walkthrough or a strategy guide or a guide in a PC gamer. There's definitely a, a German word for this. Yeah, of a game you'll never play. <laughs> yeah, and still n- having that insight. Yeah, but I just remember the word shimmy came up a uh-huh, lot. Yeah, I wasn't into that. That felt tedious yeah. and like um, uh, like it would take too long. Right, right. So like, <laughs> did you guys ever play any or see like much of the PS2 Prince of Persia games? Like, do you know about like the loop that that game was of like? Does, are you talking about Saints of Time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the the sword fight a few dudes now do this crazy puzzle that sure. involves jumping and climbing and shimmying. Like, Prince of Persia, to me, is the the expansion of what Tomb Raider was trying to do at the er, in the early days, right? Of, like, sure. we're trying to make this adventure game where you, like, jump and you catch that pole and it, it slides down and the tomb unlocks, right? Like, like that sort of shit. Is, is I mean, what, th- this game's got plenty of that. Right, right. And so, like, that sort of shit is what Tomb Raider was as an identity. And then, like, I feel like Prince of Persia came along and was like, yo, but what if you could stab dudes with a sword and rewind time and do all that shit again instead of dying? Mm-hmm. And we were all like, yo, that's dope. Yeah, except, like, Prince of Persia didn't take that further step of where they still put a finite currency on the amount of time so right. you can rewind time. <laughs> right. Like, I remember, like... Uh, There's, watching... like, the third or fourth game where they finally let go of that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I-, I remember watching an interview with Jonathan Blow where he's talking about the development of Braid, and he was like, yeah, I was playing Saints of Time, and I'm like, it's great, except I keep running out of sand. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to make a game where you don't run out of sand. You can just rewind time. Right. And it's like... Yeah, just just do it. Just yeah, just let it happen. Like that's fine. Yeah, I remember the first time I played uh, Wario Land, whatever the Wario game was for the Game Boy, and I was like, "Wait, 
No, it was the second one. In the second one, you in the first one you didn't have lives, right? And in the second one, you literally can't die, right? When you get hit, you just get moved a little bit, and that really appealed to me. But then every boss fight was if you get hit, you just fall off the platform and it resets their health. And I was like, okay, well, this is essentially the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's some Dark Souls. So shit. Fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was really frustrating yeah, as like a up. young man, you know. <laughs> like, like I, I remember, I really, really, really liked the first one, and the second one had this whole conceit of like. If you get like you have to do the boss fights perfectly, and I was like, I make less mistakes. Yeah, I'm like a little kid with ADHD. Like, Yo, leave me alone. That bull helmet in that first one it was Charged great. All kinds of shit. All of the power ups were great in that yeah. one. Wario yeah. one, solid ass game. Yeah, you had the like alligator helmet yeah. that shot that shot the diagonal line of fireballs. Yeah. So it wasn't just one fireball. It was like anything that exists in this hitbox is cone. just dead. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, this is great. Was wild. So, um, I have I, I want to propose an episode title for this episode. Yeah. Um, just I want to put it out there. Uh, aping Nathan Drake. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I mean, this game. So that's like the unavoidable thing with this game, right? Is that like it's a 2013 Tomb Raider game, and you're you're climbing on the back of it's, what Uncharted was. That's the thing is that it's unavoidable, but. It sort of seems like they should have tried, at least tried uh-huh. to avoid it, yeah. and they didn't. They ran directly at they ran it, right at it. Um, they were like, "Hey, look, it worked. Uh, hey, yeah. look, that game worked. We should it, do it." It didn't work at all. So uh. this game, this game is a, like a really good example of what we've talked about, like as a video game ass video game, yeah. in that like it does, it tries to do all the things that are popular, right? And it like kind of fails at them. I, I mean, it, 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 it's um, it feels very much in line with everything that came out of ubisoft during that time right like like ubisoft was making like uh, th- th- this game is contemporary with far cry 3 right this game is contemporary with 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 like, right releases of that era it's, it's like, like a b-grade triple whole... a title yeah right like yeah and so so this is like this is ubisoft's um a, like this is ubisoft looking at at uncharted and being like hey we could do that right like we we can make one of those C- kind of yeah, kind of like 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 <laughs> we could get close. Like, look at this way: we could probably get seventy percent of the sales of Uncharted for fifty percent of the budget of Uncharted, <laughs> and twenty percent of the effort. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think the people who worked on this game probably worked hard. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't like, know. I, I yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm being mean on purpose because this game is offensively ubiquitous. Yeah, fair. Um, fair. Yeah, it's Ubisoft living up to its fucking name. It was like. What if we? What if we just slapped the Tomb Raider icon on our fucking uh, uh, Staples Office Max version of the Uncharted games? This is the IKEA furniture of video games. Well, if IKEA had a cheap knockoff, Square well, Enix. Correction, not a Ubisoft. Square really? Enix. This is, a, you, this is a Square game. It is a Square Enix game because they bought Crystal Dynamics. Okay. But, I think but still, game. major whatever. publisher doing the I mean, thing. Whatever. Like, like, well, like, take the word Ubisoft out of everything we just said, and it still stands. Right. No, that's the thing, right? Like, like is this is the hot shit that's in gaming at that time. My sweet ubiquitous joke doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, so it's got lots of uh, quick time event takedowns, and it's got yeah. waist high cover that yep. you don't um, you don't snap to, you don't press a button to duck. Right. But if you're sitting there, your character will kind of duck. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Uh, like, like it, it's that's the level in, of investment that is in the shooting mechanism. Right. It's game. not like Gears of War slam your shoulder into it. Hey, it's... so um, I didn't enjoy watching Lara Croft die frequently because I'm and grotesquely and grotesquely it, it felt like murder porn. Yes, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about yeah, with this game. It felt like murder porn. Uh, the, the, and the, the, just I wanted to add 
but quickly that this game re- made me appreciate Hellblade much more than I did before. Yeah. I had my issues with Hellblade, but now that I see what it was up against, right? And sort of it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, what it was who, building on. Who lived? Yeah, the the foundation it was building upon. I'm like, okay, no, you guys did a great job. Right, you did a, a great so, job. Yeah. So, so even remember, better than I thought you did. I remember in when I first played this game, there's that sequence before you get a gun, where that dude's definitely gonna rape you, right? Like, yeah, that dude is definitely about to rape you. And then you knee him in the crotch and shoot him with his own gun. Well, no, he wasn't about to rape you. He was about to strangle you to death because I got to watch that several times because in the five years that QTEs haven't been popular yeah. and the seven years where I, I have, where I have been them. disdaining them, uh-huh. I have been, I've become very bad and at And the them. windows on these are short. Mm, yeah. Um, so, like, I remember that sequence being like, holy shit, that's fucked up. It, it, it feels like it's an implied tension. Of right. What, 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 you, what you are meant to understand when he comes creeping towards you. Right. And then what he actually does is not that. Right. It's, but, like, it's, it's there, right? Yeah. Like, that feeling is there in a way that, like, was both jarring and, like, I don't know. Like, like that was the first time I ran into that, like, oh, this is kind of weird torture porn. Yeah, well, and then, it, like it's like all those fucking sequences where you're sliding on your back mm-hmm. or on your butt, and it, there's there's this one type of obstacle, and I don't know about you guys, I could never see it coming. Yeah, it was where you well, just get it, your head gets well impaled on a thin pipe. Yep, because you're looking at a pointed pipe and you're coming straight at it. Right. That, um, oh, I missed that one. I'm you glad those? I missed, I'm glad oh, I missed yeah. that there, one. There's a bunch of them in those sliding sequences. I, I and always it's like it's probably the most grotesque thing in the game. The yep. way her head gets impaled. Yeah, on it. it's like. Like, it's fucking wild that, like, this got through in this game to me when, like, fucking Dead Space exists. Sure. Right? Like, that, like, that there's a clear difference between the two as well. Like, Dead Space is doing gratuitous horror movie. Well, and you signed up for that. Right. Right. Like, when you marketed Dead Space, I was like, it'll freak your grandma out. Like, I knew what I was getting into, and I'm, like, getting ambushed with it here. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and and there's this, like... They do a good enough job of making Laura vulnerable that that is upsetting. And, like, at any other time, it's not. And she's not that vulnerable. And I don't believe half the shit you're trying to get away with narratively here. Like, I, I it's... If this is a game where you didn't shoot, like, 500 dudes... Right. Like, the, the tone and text of all the cutscenes... Right. And all the storytelling throughout the whole game would play right like like right. like if laura had to do this terrible thing and she had to kill three dudes to save her friends and get right. off this island and like, there was tension and you built up to yeah it. yeah and you get to the end of the the game and it's like wow what a fucking harrowing experience this is the birth of a hero right this is the this is the transformative experience in her life and now she's no longer right. just a fucking archaeological dweeb now now she goes into ruins with guns right mass murder yeah right but but instead it needs to be a shooter and therefore or it yeah. like throws all of that out. How many dudes are on this island? Because like so like, many. Like in the story of the game, it's like basically what if Japan had its own Bermuda Triangle, right? And so we're meant to understand that these are all people who have been marooned here for God knows how long, and they're only only men, right? Um, but there's like hundreds upon hundreds yeah. of people yeah. here. Like I straight up murdered like 300 people. Well, and, and on top of that, and, and granted, like it's, it's, it's that video game as video game thing, but like. In the environmental design, there are mountains of skulls and mm-hmm. bound corpses. And it's like, how many people have come to yeah, this fucking like, island? How many dead Japanese officers are there in this game how, yeah, from oh, the yeah. pre-war? Yeah, like, like, after the Oni scene, you're walking through that tunnel and you, there's literally, like, 
meh, like 200 corpses yeah. in that hallway. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> or like how many sequences of me um, walking upon crashed aircraft fuselages yep. Yep. or sliding. It's like, or like whole boats. Yeah. Not like small boats. Yeah. Like there are several ships associated to this like, island like the amount of stuff that's on the island like we are way past like oh yeah you know the bermuda triangle sometimes ships go missing no like like, like this place when you think about this this place is on every map for every nautical person ever it's like don't fucking do it yeah don't fucking do it the third the america's third fleet during the invasion of japan was lost here the whole fleet. the whole fucking fleet this is why i'm really glad that hellblade's setting was like mythical and allegorical yeah, yeah. um and that you were literally dealing with mental illness illness that manifested right visually like the things the whole it time. sets up lend yeah. all the incredulity yeah, yeah. yeah to all it. that works and, and yeah. it's like are these people i'm fighting real or not so it's okay that i'm slaughtering dozens of them right 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 well and like also in hellblade you're like whether it's your her perception of this or whatever, she literally is like she's going into the afterlife. Yeah, and of course there's dead people everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whereas like this lost island of Japan, like there's like a thousand people. Right. Here. There's a there's a nod to realism. Yeah. Right. I feel like there's an argument that like this game could have been the alien of the franchise, and then you could have gone like full double guns aliens. I mean, later. not to mention that Lara Croft is is piecing together USPs out of garbage that oh, she's yeah. finding. Oh, I love this like uh, bad garbage. Finding on the I, I, on the, I don't. the slimiest of amorphous <laughs> yeah. hobos. Yep. It's it's like but it's it's another one of those video game things from the time. Also of, apparently like, upgrade this, your shit. this knowledge is ubiquitous because the NPCs all use the yeah, same gun. They models. all use some tier of the same gun you're using. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, of course, of course this Japanese submachine gun eventually turns into an AK forty seven Galil hybrid. Yep. That's yeah, made out of plywood. Like, like n- not even just like the the, the fictional uh, the, the absurdity of the fiction of the right. crafting system, but also like I this is in my opinion like the worst kind of crafting. Oh, it's system. the most like collectible. It, like, it's a, what, what fucking if, RNG crafting. What if your gun became one percent more powerful every twenty minutes? Right. for ten hours. Yeah, you know, like that's because I at the end of the game, my submachine gun rifle thing doesn't really feel much more powerful than it did when I right. started. Right, because the enemies have been scaling Those up. Those upgrades with me. don't feel incremental because you don't notice it. Yeah, like I got a grenade launcher on it. That part's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. Um. That grenade launcher is really cool if you have infinite ammo. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, but yeah, like I feel like I feel like there's like there's narratively this attempt to tell the story, yeah. right? Of like the gritty survivorship of the situation, and then like the combat designer came in and was like, "Oh, they, they didn't tell you." Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they didn't tell you. Yeah, that- it, it definitely does feel like one department, uh, not versus another, but just like. One department's goals being at odds with right, another department's goals. Right, like the, goals. the storytelling goals between the gameplay and the narrative departments are completely yeah. separate, right? And then, like... This is that, this is that good old-fashioned ludonarrative dissonance I, I keep hearing about. Yeah, and so, like... So, like, I, I All thought... All the hot YouTube video essays yeah, are talking from, about. From, from, from six years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right, and so that's, like, why I wanted to play it with you guys was because, like, I thought... I thought that the way this game both is and isn't put together is actually like weirdly interesting. See, because we both thought you were punishing us for browbeating, <laughs> browbeating you into removing Ace Combat Five. No, seven. that wasn't actually the goal. Okay. Like, there's actually weird shit this game's attempting and doesn't quite get I, to. I, I believe when Matt and I were talking about this later, when you weren't around, I compared it to the monkey's paw curling. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, we made Keenan not do Ace Combat, so now we have to play Tomb Raider. Fuck us, right? <laughs> Um, truly, yeah. truly an excruciating... Well, You're a genius. Well, 
an excruciating Look, okay, experience. Okay, I'm in a lot of pain lately. You guys had to feel some yeah. of it. So okay, that's like... actually that's horrible. Go to therapy for that. <laughs> um, no, but but you know what my favorite part was? What? How how later in the game. You get the fucking samurai dudes, uh-huh. and they're exactly the same yep. <laughs> as as like in every single way, but they're actually worse. They're actually worse because they don't have guns. Because they don't have no, not just that they don't have guns. Their shield dudes' shields are fucking smaller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I can literally. Yeah. Throw a burst over his head, over yep. his shield, which he's not holding in front of his head, right, right, right. into his head when he's coming yeah. straight at me. The samurai levels are hilarious because it's like, oh, you're gonna throw like twenty dudes at me, but they're easier to kill. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, but they're mad, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, whatever. Uh, which is funny because, like, even narratively before that. They set them up as like ultimate badasses, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because there's like a foreshadowing thing earlier where you see one of those Oni dudes, and he like, shreks like Hulk nine dudes. dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's the last boss of the game, <laughs> which which I thought there was multiples of mm-hmm. giant sumo. Like, right? Uh, you're like, oh, that's just an enemy type. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought later. I was gonna fight multiple Tetsubo men. Right. But when the game like tried to rhyme, because when I was finished with scabs, it made me fight Ultimo Scav, who's immune to bullets. <laughs> right. Right. And right. then who's wearing pots and pans? <laughs> yeah, and then and then when I was done with Samurai Men, it made me fight fattest Samurai Men with the Tetsubo. Um, and two archers. Yeah. Um, he roars and two archers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is some real David and Goliath. David had uh, uh, Goliath syndrome uh, yeah, shit. Because like, when you rip off his mask, he's literally like... A dude. He's just a guy <laughs> who has like a, a pituitary gland dude. problem. Yeah, yeah. like... It's like, like, there's no explanation for them at all. It's either. Andre the Giant's Japanese guy. It's like, yo, guy. sample full of samurais. We'll deal with yeah, that. No, yeah. actually, so they talk about that. That's They're the sun guard, and they're not allowed to die until <laughs> right, she dies. Right, because because the only person who gets to die is the dude who committed seppuku, who you actually start unraveling the mystery, yeah. and you finally yeah. get no, to oh, Did you guys, like, read any of those logs? No, no, no. That's a throwaway line in one of the... I didn't yeah. read shit, man. Okay. No, there's a throwaway line, because remember, I'm the guy who always notices the throwaway yeah. line that answers your guys' questions. Yeah, 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 We've yeah. reversed this trip a couple of times but this is this is it right. for the episode right no they do they do in fact throw a line at you right. to try and explain yeah because he yeah. he like you read the thing in his sword because of course there is and their whole deal is they're supporting her Dude, trying to my diary and my sword trying to leave um <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah let's make a hollow hilt on your sword <laughs> out of wood you dipshit <laughs> no wonder you're fucking dead no one's gonna find it now yeah <laughs> yeah so like I feel like somewhere along the way, the writers were like, yeah, we're going to make like a Metal Gear Solid game. We're going to talk about struggle and it's going to be like a stealth game and you'll kill like nine people. And it'll be Stop cool. trying to recreate Metal Gear Solid. But Even like, Kojima did right, it on accident. Right, right, right. And so it's one of those things where it's like there's this weird – there's this insane dissonance between the combat of this game and like what the game is trying to tell you is happening in the cutscenes, right? Like the cutscenes are a different fucking game. Well, the, the, the cutscenes are – yeah, like 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 even this even this this grand thing you're talking about the game gesturing yeah at, is still so shallow and boilerplate yeah absolutely what are the names of the other people of the crew of the endurance well there's the black lady her name is Reyes that's what I remember and the reason I remember that is because I'm going to tell you right now um, <laughs> there's a part where she gets really mad at you yep. for doing a thing I don't remember what I was doing but she gets really mad she at you super mad and at you. you literally okay so we've been talking about this remember in Oxenfree when you go and you're doing time jumps 
And the dude next to you, the, the weird jock kid with the beanie, he's like, hey, what's wrong? Are you okay? And you're like, I'm doing time jumps. And he bucks the sci-fi trend yeah. instead of going, oh, no, that's bullshit. He just goes, oh, cool. How can I help? Right. Right. <laughs> right. And, and I don't know. What, what game was it that did that again? No, we were watching a Mission Impossible We were watching movie, Mission Impossible. Yeah. was in there. Yeah, yeah. Someone was like, cool. What's up? Yeah. They were like, I'm having a problem. And, and the normal trope version would be, oh, that's stupid. And right. they were just like, cool. What can I do? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It was like, oh, the government's after me and it's terrible what should i like i need your help right okay, and so sure. this did the opposite where her character was mad and she was gonna be she should have been mad for the rest of the game and had like a character moment and a turn to have an arc later yeah but the writer needed to do something else so lara said one line or like the japanese kid said one line and she was just like oh you right and then emotion yeah. done yeah right like like there's just shit that gets dropped just emotional fucking whiplash yeah yeah like yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, we didn't have the time. Yeah. We just didn't have the time yeah. to, to, to flush this out. Yeah, like, we, like, we, we gotta, we gotta get Laura mowing down like 30 more yeah, dudes. Like, so we're gonna have to cut this scene. There's like five achievements we gotta deal with and like 600 guys to kill. So like, hurry it up. Right? And so like, and then, and then like, there's this weird point in the game too where your gear is like mostly like 100%. Yeah. If you've been running through stuff and killing dudes and picking up shit. And then like, the game's like, oh, but there's like, Three more hours. Yeah. And it's like this weird, like, filler. Like, 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 on the other hand, though, I am glad that, like, if it's a game that has an upgrade system, and that upgrade system has a cap. Yeah. And has a point it can reach. And I, I like, if I reach that cap, I don't want it to be 20 seconds before the game ends. Right. You know, like, right. like, like. You play with your choice. Yeah. If, right. I, if I have the perfect grenade launcher assault rifle, like. Let I'll, me build the thing I want. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me go, me let me go it. run around with right. it or yeah. whatever. Although that's it. Like, can we talk about the upgrades for like anything in this game? Like all the skill points and all the weapon upgrades are like the most boring ass types of stat bumps. I don't feel like it changes the gameplay. Yeah, but like, like, so like all the skills are like you loot two extra foods from right. animals right and you're you're like like none of none of the upgrades are exciting none, none of them like there are so few of them are like the pistol the, gets a burst fire that's fucking great the only um skill upgrades that i thought were exciting were the different execution ones where i could execute somebody the on the ground and that stuff. yeah like those kinds of things those were exciting because they gave me a new move right and yeah. those moves were useful but those are like literally the only things that are yeah. gameplay changing yeah everything else was was um under the hood uh, number stuff that I'm not going to notice. What if your shotgun lit dudes on fire now? That's like that's half the weapon upgrades, right? It's like, yeah. What if you lit no, most fire of now? the weapon upgrades are it does more damage and you won't notice, right? Right. Or it's choke is tighter like, and you won't notice. Yeah. Or it does. Or it has more or, ammo and you won't less notice. Or less and yeah. you won't notice. Right. Like like oh, like like minor number bumps. Yeah. Um. But like here's the thing though is like like all this mess of shit we're talking about in this game. Um. None of it's egregious. No, None no, well, no, but, like, but, but, all, but, like, the rest of the game, it's, like, um, the way all the characters move. Uh, they, they, they move, like, Laura's animations look like butter. Yeah. Like she, her, her character is animated fantastically. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple points where, like, when you transition to ropes, it doesn't look yeah, super great. There's a little, like, weird. I wish there was a button press from the ground that did that. I'm always jumping it's off the worst. cliffs. Yeah, I yeah. fucking did that a lot. Yeah, but, and, and like, um, I, I only encountered, like, one very noticeable bug yeah. in my playthrough of the game. Like, all the voice acting sounds nice. The sound design sounds nice. Right. Um, I never heard anything about this game being, like, fucked up at launch. Yeah. And, and like, like um, uh, the environments, though a little boring, are well realized. And the concept art's rad, if you go look at that. Oh, like, cool. 
I'm just saying, like, like the, the there's certain shots in all of these places where you're like, I see what we're doing here, mm-hmm. and then you get in it, and it's kind of like, yeah, okay, I get it, right? Like, I, I will say, I didn't like the um, having to press X on that certain textured uh, walls. Oh, for oh, the, yeah. the, the, the climbing, that, that stuff. Like, I never had a problem with it. Like, I always found it, but it was always like, could we just? When you haven't run into it for a while, you're like, what? Oh, climb that, right? No, like, I never had. Like again, I never had that problem. It was just like. Can we not? This looks ugly, right? Like, <laughs> okay. And um, and the, there was one point where where you're starting to go up the mountain to like fight the ice bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the the color of those walls changed. Right. It's yeah. more blue um, now. And it, it became like because the color filter on everything changed. Right. Um, and so it was harder to locate them, but it was not. It was never. I never ran into a position where I was like, wait, what do I do? Yeah. It was always pretty instant. And those things are very like video game in that it's the one texture and it's everywhere you need to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's like how every ledge you can mantle on is like worn always to a polish white. at a certain point to where it's white. Yeah. You yeah, know, the visual language of the game was pretty consistent. Yeah. Right. Um there was a couple of parts right before I got the um the 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 rope ascender mm-hmm. where it was like you have your rope thing. This is a rope thing. We're communicating that and then I would do it and be like you don't have the tool for this yet. Right. And I was like, oh, "Come on." And then it like shows up, and then you get it. Like it's not like it's not like telegraphed. Yeah, yeah. In any way. You just like, kill a boss. Yeah, and you just like, fight that dude for oh, his whoops. thing. He had this cool thing. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Like the end of that game feels rushed. Yeah, but, on but, so many levels. But like, so, so my point is though, like, like every element of the game is like competently made. Like, right. Like it's it's all, uh, uh, tremendously well done mediocrity. That 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 no no single mechanic in this game is original. Nothing is going to be bar like this game lifts from Uncharted. No game is going to look at Tomb Raider 2013 and be like, oh damn, our studio needs to ape that shit. Mm-hmm. Like we need to emulate this. This is going to define our studio for a decade. Right. So it's a failure of um of vision from upper management. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. If, if yeah, it feels like a very. We want you safe... to do these things, but don't do anything new, yeah. right? Don't do anything different. Don't. Don't yeah. try anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I I have one uh, small change I would definitely want to make to this game. Um, most games, when you walk up to a door, you like press X or A or B or something, and the door opens, and you press it once. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a mistake very early in my playthrough where I counted how many times you have to press X for one of those quick time events to open a door. Uh-huh. It's twenty five. <laughs> it's twenty five X's you have to press very quickly, and. I'll, you shouldn't do this. Should don't count them out. Don't count. Because every time you see a door, it's like ah, oh, it's twenty five X's. It's twenty five X's time in my to, future. Time to jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of weird, there's a lot of weird shit going on here. Like, our, our gameplay innovation is that you have to press X twenty five times yeah. to open the door. It's like what? Nailed it. <sighs> so yeah, like uh, does, does that Uncharted shit work for you guys at all? The like. Like mantling, and then the wood breaks from under you, and you have to quick time button. I think I played like Uncharted Two is the last game I accidentally stayed up all night playing. Okay, like like it's this weird thing. But like, but I, I mean it specifically in this game. Um, did, did, did any of that stuff work for you? Like because like I'm trying to. I, I didn't like the inconsistency of it because there's sometimes where I jump on something and it breaks and I have to do it. Mm-hmm. There's other times where I jump on something and it breaks and I'm reaching the next handhold and it just falls away and I don't care. Mm-hmm. And it was this weird like, oh, I don't have to do it right the now. The only time it worked was when dude was covering me with a sniper rifle on the bridge. Yeah, that was a good sequence. That sequence worked. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was like I could 
after a while, see how it was going to break right. in advance. Right. And it stopped. It wasn't surprising or like had me reacting by the seat of my pants. It wasn't like a, a mirror's edge flow state. It was just kind of annoying. Yeah. Right. It was like, like it doesn't. Oh, you're making me hit X an extra time to stay on this ledge because you decided to move it, even though I know you're. Yeah. And there's not like a rhythm or a reason for it. And And I think it's interesting because Uncharted never felt that way. Okay. Like, those things felt natural, because of course this thing I'm on is falling apart. Instead of this, like, you touched it, it broke, surprise, yeah. thing that it does. I, I think it's possible that the number one enemy in this game is not a man with a bow, and not a man with a gun, and not a samurai with a sword, but is in fact rotting wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rotting wood is the primary antagonist of yeah. this game. And uh, rusty metal. Yeah, yeah. Ru- yeah, rusting metal and rotting wood. Yeah. I mean, I never had a, I never had a section, with, uh, I never had a problem, like, dying in the parkour sections, and I, and I, very infrequently had problems dying in the combat sections. Dude, it was the fucking QTEs, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the 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 we're actually in a oh, cutscene. Oh, whoops! I relaxed in a cutscene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have some clips. I would. I, I'm gonna put on YouTube. Once I realized it was always why it was easier, but it still sucked. The, the game does that thing though, where where it it's, uh, seamlessly transitions from yeah. cutscenes into gameplay, and so you get a lot of that. You get a lot of QTE gotchas because mm-hmm. I've set down my controller because I'm listening to dialogue for two minutes, or. Um, because it seamlessly transitions into gameplay, there have been times where, like, the, the cutscene's playing and Laura's climbing a ladder and she gets up on a platform and I'm still watching the cutscene. And I was like, All right, why is Laura just standing there? <laughs> She's still just standing there. This is right. a weird cutscene. Like, this is the downside to and, and then, cutscenes, yeah, right? Yeah, like, and then I get, like, shot once. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got my controller. Like, <laughs> like I, I have so many of those That's on my hard That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, like... That's the thing. Is like technically speaking, those cutscenes were like engaging visually, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they flow into the game really well. And that like can be a really good thing, but this game like stumbles on that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and I don't know what the fix for that is. Like, because there there needs to be like a, there needs to be some kind of telegraph that like yo pick up your controller soon. Right. right. But on the other hand, telling the player to pick up their controller defeats the purpose right. of the seamless cutscene yeah. to gameplay. Yeah. Here's this thing that breaks your immersion, so you don't look like an asshole. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, it's weird because, like, a lot of this is, like, studio fodder. Like, the way we talk about, like, everything needs to be this in, in video yeah. games. Sometimes it feels like certain studios make certain games not for the consumer, but to bring to GDC next year. And you're like, look, look at the enormous shit I took. It's 17 <laughs> Keurigs. <laughs> it's a South Park reference. <laughs> But it's it's one of those things like it's it's this weird like yeah we can do that too, right like we're we're Square Enix we did it <laughs> we're in the club <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I'm so fucking tired of these soldier archetypes yep it's like we we have gunman we have bowman we have we explosives have, yeah man. We, have, we have grenade man we have tower shield man. We have Sword Man. Uh, this is something I didn't get to uh, in Sunset Overdrive. Is it's like it's fucking zombies and robots and men with guns. It's like, like, mm-hmm. like it, anytime I play one of these games and the 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 enemies are that just rote, right? It it's just like there's a part of me that dies when I realize this is the rest of the game, right? Oh, you've seen them all now. Yeah, that 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 if if I'm if I'm going to run into uh, Machine Gun Man and Grenade Man and Zombie Man. It's like, oh, okay. So this is probably a philosophy that extends through the enemies right. of the and rest of this game. this gun deals with that one, and this yeah. gun deals with that one. And... It's really fun in uh, some of the in-game renders how, like, there's uh, scabs sometimes that'll have, like, lines. 
and their model will completely change if you watch that cutscene again. Yeah. Because they're always 100% random from yeah. like a palette. Oh, yeah, that's right? funny. And so there's like multiple combat encounters where I would die because I got like overwhelmed or something. And I'd replay the cutscene at the I'm beginning where like dude runs dude. up to like, you know, like, oh, we found, <laughs> right? And it would yeah. be like a different, it would be like a black guy this time. And I'd be like, whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beanie Mustache, what happened to you? They literally are all interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're crazy because they're dirty and they don't care that they're dirty. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, and they like fire. Yeah. Oh, and and oh my god, the writing for these guys like drives me. It, 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 it's so. I kept waiting for the interesting wrinkle. Yeah. It's like no, they're no. Cu- they're they're cultists. Yep. The reason they're cultists because they've been stuck here and they're crazy. The reason now. they're cultists is because they've been stuck here and this guy wants to talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they and they write on the wall about how much they're cultists and uh, and and do the most heavy-handed foreshadowing ever. They, they say fear the demons on the wall, like they all need to be telling each other they, to yeah. fear the demons. Yeah, and they <laughs> like, killed your friends, so they're bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like me telling you guys, hail Satan, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Tomb Raider, Nito. Oh yeah. I I, I want to put this game up for the fucking golden toilet skull of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I found a cache of ammo with enormous white arrows painted on the floor and the walls yep. pointing at it with the words fear the demons painted Which next to it. Jim that shit in the show notes. Yeah, buddy. I fucking will. Yeah. I fucking will. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll make it the show art. All right. So, we've are are we done speaking on Tomb Raider? Yeah, kind of. I would like to be. Okay. It's time for the bad standards. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> So, how many Disgaea's out of five does Tomb Raider 2013 Ooh, get? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like I give every game a zero of Disgaea's because... Well, most of the time, actually, from what I what I remember, and, you know, I apparently don't remember anything that happens on this podcast. And my brain is just not with it's just it. It's full of holes. Yeah, it's full of holes. Um, uh, you usually bow out of this conversation. You go, I don't know anything about this guy. I'm yeah. out. I mean, you know? I don't. Which is, which is, hey, that's I'm not dogging it. I'm just using a funny like cartoon voice. From what I understand, this guy has a systemic complexity that this game is lacking. Yeah. So I'm going to so say this guy. Well, so the biggest difference is that I look at this guy and I am afraid of how much I want to play it. <laughs> Um, oh, and how it takes some hours. Yeah, and it? how long I will play it right. if I engage with it right. on any meaningful level. And <laughs> whereas the exact opposite feeling, <laughs> but very similar amount of fear, <laughs> watches over me when I oh uh, I gotta play this for twelve hours. And and the fear only grows as I play it. As you decide. Oh, this is it. This is it. Oh, this is it. Yep. It's like when I played Dark Souls for this for the first time. I continuously asked the game. I said, game, are you fucking serious? Is that what you want me to do? And the game said, why, yes, man, it is. That is indeed what you need to do to proceed. And I, and I know it's hard, but I know you can do it. And I'd be like, fuck you, game. And fuck then I would you. do it anyway. Yeah, do Where it anyway. This game, I go, game, are you serious? Are you... Are you fucking serious? <laughs> and the game would go, why, yes. We are just literally ripping scenes whole cloth from other games. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot to highlight the one cutscene I fucking love in this game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Very end. Defeat the final boss. You shoot the double pistols at him. Yeah. As someone who's never yeah. been a fan of the Tomb Raider games, I can see. I, I saw that scene. I was like, ah, oh, that's fun. Right. You recognize yeah. it, right? Like, yeah, oh, like, okay. I, I bet if I liked Tomb Raider games, I would love this. We earned it. <laughs> yeah. We earned it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that, that thing. That, like, that definitely felt earned. Yeah. The, the double like, pistol. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I had the same, like, I did it again this time around, where I was like, oh, yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you didn't pull a knife out of your own chest, so what's the point? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't press V to stab a dog in the throat that was going to bite you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how many, did we, is it zero on Disgaea? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it zero. How uh, many... To quote Owen, unequivocally. <laughs> yeah. How many deep prop glasses does this game get? Well, it's a fun, you know, equivocation has its root in religion, and you have your roots in iconoclasm, which also has its roots in religion. So using the opposite of it, I feel, is very appropriate. Deep rock galactics. Deep cock galactic. Um, Cock and stone? Cock and bone! (laughs) Hell yeah. I'd give this like a one. Oh, yeah? Well, it's, it's like you beset by swarms of enemies. Like, I don't know if what if I can give it more and than that. And there's some, like, traversal shit. This, yeah. feels, this feels like pity, but I'm okay. The traversal stuff in this game is almost great. And it's really yeah. not. Yeah. Like, like the part where you get the ability to, like, shoot a grappling hook and you get to choose where it goes. By the way, you don't get to choose. There's only one place for the grappling yeah. hook to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's like, oh, come on, man. Make the environment dynamic. The, like, like, put more of those patches up. The things this game reaches for make me curious about its sequel. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to check it out eventually. Just um, I yeah, ha- we, we need to put something in place in case he puts it on the. I'm not. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not putting it on the list. I have a staple gun. I not. Um, I and I know where he sits. So I, I can just. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, won't do that. I can just Steve him. It's no big deal. <laughs> just Steve. <laughs> yeah, so like I'd give it a one on Deep Rock because like there, there there's zip lines and grappling hooks, but it all kind of sucks. There are similar elements, but it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, and you fight swarms of dudes, and it sucks. <laughs> but it's it's incredibly seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't get to shoot a spider in the mouth with a revolver. I feel like this game could have used some big ass cave spiders. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, how many curvils? We said zero. Or yep. one. One deep one, rock. One. One deep rock is okay. what I'm what I'm putting out. I'm good with one. Uh, how many Kerbal Space Programs does this game get? I've never felt the need to explore further than the direct critical path of this game. Yeah, zero. Um, and there was no uh, technical chicanery. There's no creativity um, in my game either. There's no creativity in the Ludo. Um, and there's a, there's a best way to play this game. Um, and if you're not doing it, you die. Um, and there's no way you can strand Jeb on the moon. Uh, and then have to round a rescue mission for him. Yeah. So it sounds like a big fat zero to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many overcooks does this game get? Uh, this game definitely made me frantic and screamy at multiple points. Yeah. So I'd give it at least a one. I'd go with a one. I I, I don't want to give it more than that because um, it's a fr- different kind of frantic. And yeah. The, well, also yeah. the franticness and overcooked is like systemically driven. Yeah. Whereas the, all the franticness that comes up in this game is always the most heavy-handed set piece collapsing temple nonsense oh i was always frantic during um uh, the 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 combat sequences where you have to stand and deliver okay so like in combat where you're allowed to be evasive and sort of traverse through the environment and lead them on a goose chase i did great in ones where it's like defend this position i always die yeah or 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 attack like i attack this machine gun with a lamp yeah you know like that shit Yeah. yeah that shit sucks so one 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 Okay. Yeah, I got really mad at like dumb execution shit that I would in Overcooked 2, where it's like, oh, I accidentally threw that off the fucking cliff in Overcooked, whereas in this um, game, I threw Laura by, off the fucking cliff. Yeah, if by that you mean myself <laughs> yeah, multiple times yeah. because it just didn't do it. Props that this game's reload time is pretty quick, though. I had a, I had a uh, 
quick time uh, event at one point where a dude tried to grab me and throw me off a bridge and I did the quick time prompt <laughs> and he threw me off the bridge into a river and I was like, oh shit, Laura's going to fall into a river down a waterfall. And then he just put me back up on the bridge. I was like, do it again. <laughs> I was like, oh, I swear I hit it enough times. I really love the like time paradox alternate universes God. of like, you fucking fell off the cliff and died and nothing fucking happened uh, after that. Yeah. Like... Uh-huh. <laughs> Another thousand dudes got marooned yep. on this island, <laughs> and they burned your friend alive because they didn't know how to do the ritual. Just imagining like an oil tanker, but instead of being full of um, uh, oil, it's full of like playstations, uh, greasy, <laughs> you know, like greasy five foot ten guys yep. um, that are, that are all wearing the same coat and yep. pants and brought their own recurve bows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I started this game, I assumed they were mercenaries. I'm like, who the fuck signs up to live on this island in the dirt and use a bow? <laughs> if I sign up to be a mercenary, I'm going to bring my own gun. Okay, how many gone homes does this game get? Fucking zero. It tries to get one. Yeah, yeah this it, game thinks this it's game at least wants one. one. Yeah. But it gets zero. God, I don't care about any of these characters. Actually, I actively want to murder multiple <laughs> characters in this game who the game views as sympathy. Like, there's that professor guy. Fuck that And he dude. gets, like, chopped to death. No, fuck that dude. Um, and it's like, I'm not gonna... No, because that dude sells you out fucking twice. Fuck that dude. That's not even why I wanted to kill him. He was just annoying. Yeah. He's or, a whiny or, or baby the dude pants. with the escape button t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hated that guy a lot. Yeah, that, that guy sucked. I was really I was, glad he died. Yeah. He was, he's like, oh, this is a stand-in for the player character, and, and like, uh, so that they can think they have a shot with Lara. He, he was yeah. a very, like, uh, Big Bang Theory character. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good way to compare it, because, like, like, he's like, yeah, you know, nerds, he has a computer keyboard button on his shirt. And, and he glasses. And a camera. Yeah. And he was super stoked that Laura Croft kissed him on the cheek. Right. And then he died. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. It's really bland white guy name. Hank. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. But what if we go look up the wikia for this game and his name is bland white guy name? <laughs> Blanco Nino. Yeah. Somebody get on that so we can see that. Yeah. yeah someone <laughs> vandalized the fandom wiki for, Laura, for Tomb Raider 2013. All right, so do we have anything else? Unrealized dreams at all? No. No? I stopped having dreams. <laughs> I stopped having lofty dreams. I'm sorry. I, I dreamt last night I broke the screen on my phone. <laughs> that, that, Whoa. That, yeah. Whoa. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> this is some real Black Mirror shit. Like, uh-huh. like, I stopped having real dreams and I just dreamed my phone broke. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and, and that's like a, that's like an ad that tries to get you yep. to buy a phone screen projector or something. Um, so I I remember when I was reading ad copy for Payday One before it came out, mm-hmm. where it's like you need the skills from your crew, and you know how like we would do certain jobs, and like if we did the job incorrectly, it would take like fifteen minutes, uh, and if we did it correctly it would take like 30 seconds like there were certain jobs yeah. we were just like good at yeah mm-hmm. that's what i thought the whole game was gonna be not like shooting cops and waves a lot shooting like hundreds of just like officers. millions of police officers right i thought it was gonna be like if you have the right skills like a lot more like monaco sure right? okay and, yeah. um and like are you prepared for this job yeah right. like a, so i was imagining like an mmo version of that 
Okay. Where like you go in looking Ooh. for group and you're like, hey, bro, we need someone with like this amount of safe cracking skill. Oh, I heard what? you need a lock pick. Right, guy. exactly. And, and so it's a lot more like Ocean's Eleven than it is. I want to be the amazing yen. Yeah. Like that's the, what I want to do. It would be really yeah. good if like um, the places you were robbing were like proc gen too. So you actually like have – like remember how um, they added pre-planning to Payday 2? Yeah. Like what if you actually had to sit down in voice chat with your teammates and be like, all right, how the fuck do we get in here? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like this yeah. is the thing I wish there was like a pre-game set up in uh, – like, like so. Uh, what's that game that's the indie um, Rainbow Six Siege? Oh, uh, due process. process. So due process. Like the way they pitch that game is that there is that section. Yeah, there's the draw on the map. There's the phase. draw on the map. We do this. Like, yeah. well, I what, want that in the game too. And like, what you draw on the map is manifested in the world. Right. The game plan is drawn on the floors and walls. So I, I was also going to say. So I want that game, but then I also I want all the heists to be. Um, one time only, like opportunities. Okay. Right. Um, and I also think it should be a phone game. Um, so like Pokemon Go, but for robbery. Okay. Um, right. Bang- <laughs> one game, banks will hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe it's not a phone game, but like that was sort of my idea. Is is yeah. that? Uh, and that seems that seems really fun. Like it's. I, I, the reason I would want it to be a phone game is so that you're always kind of playing it. Like it's never a thing like where it's like, hey, we're thing. playing, we're playing crime game for eight hours tonight, me and my buddies. You know, it's it's, hey, dude, uh, I have this really tough opportunity in my opportunities folder because I leveled up my fixer skill, right? Or, right, and it's like, uh, you know, I need. I heard that you have X and X and X skill, or like you know a guy who knows a guy, and like, hey, can we? You know, figure this out. Yeah. This is up there with, with Spider-Man Snap. I like this idea. My, my Spider-Man photography game? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, of the of the yeah. things we've yeah, created, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Get me pictures of my anus. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else we got, Keenan? He's got a doctor for that. Uh, <laughs> where where can they find us? Uh, you can find us at shame.club and shame.business. If you want to contact us, you can reach us at badplaceilgmail.com. You can find our podcast anywhere where podcasts can be found, I think. I don't Pretty think there's much. anything we're missing. Um, hey, uh, we've never said this before on the podcast, but you should probably do it anyway. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes because I'm told that helps. Yeah, there's there's reviews on Spotify and Stitcher as well. Yeah, we don't yeah. pay for advertising, so it would be really fucking cool yeah. if you did that. If you yeah. want to do that, we'd yeah. love you. Yeah. We could send you a game code if you told us yeah, who yeah, you yeah. were. Send us an email. We'll send you a string of numbers you can input into your Steam account, and then you'll receive a message that says you already own this game. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> also, we're on Twitter at Bad Playstyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. And uh, this is all you, Keenan. Yeah. The way this is written hurts my brain. So we're gonna do Sam Fisher versus Guybrush Threepwood Edition. I don't think it's Guybrush Threepwood Edition anymore. Is Are we? It? Is it? No, because remember we, we like next you looked up the thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's not for a few. Okay. okay. So Guybrush Threepwood crashes on the island. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, because this is like, like <laughs> it's like kind of his wheelhouse. If we're, if we're elevating or pitching it, it is one hundred percent like this is. Oh, this has happened, right? He has done this, right? But, but tonally, but it's an action game. Yeah, tonally, like one hundred percent not his his deal at all. Okay. Yeah, so like, so like the way guy rush traverses this game and the combat in this world. Is that he fumbles around and the environments fall apart onto the bad guys and kill them that I, way? I, I think part of it is that fucking my my, my guy brush here. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
fucking thefts every single QTE. Oh, hell and yeah. tumbles down the waterfall. Doesn't get impaled on the rocks, but finds himself now at the bottom of the whole mountainous right. island. Right. And has to, like, walk Climb all the back way back. Up. I was like, gosh, there sure are a lot of skulls here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of environmental commentary. Like, why would you build that there? Yeah. <laughs> how many... How many ancient samurai warriors lived on this island? There's a lot of houses here up in the mountains where it would be hard to build. Why is there like a whole Titanic over there? Yeah. Is that like, the Yamato? <laughs> and you would like accidentally kill the Japanese lady. Yeah. <laughs> like lights are on fire somehow. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. Uh, what are we playing next time? Uh, we're going to play Neo Cab. Neo Cab. Which I mean, you guys are going to play it because I played it like a month ago. <laughs> we, we talked, you're, not, you're not going to replay it? Uh, I'm, I am going to replay it because uh, in the, part of the gameplay loop of that game is that you get to pick on a map like you are a real lift driver, like which fare you want to pick oh, up. Oh, neat. Um, but that means also on a playthrough, you don't get to see everyone. Um, and there were people I very specifically liked on my playthrough. Mm-hmm. And I saw all of their stuff. Right. So this time I'm going to very specifically do the opposite. Not, I, I don't know if I'll play all the way to through the end. The game's really short. It's like five or six hours. Okay. Um, but I'm going to try and seek out all the people I that slipped through the cracks. Right. Cool. I'm excited for that. that yeah, sounds good. That's a great game. That's on Switch. It's on PC. It's on Apple Arcade. If you have that crazy Apple Say subscription what? service. It probably means it's on Android Play. I mean, stop subscribing to the video game subscription services because they're trying to take our ownership of our own media away from us. Yeah. Uh, whatever. They'll succeed. I, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> It's the hellscape where we don't own our chef and we dream about our phones. Rent, everything is a liminal <laughs> space and everything is rented on a license. All right. Well, so you got a way license in there? <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we will talk to you all next Thanks time. Thanks for coming to our show, folks. Got, got a license, license. The air license. Winnie, 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 winnie.